Facebook. And we'll wait for this. What's up, Kingdom Builder? Welcome back to another amazing podcast. And if you've ever been in a place where you felt like you were rock bottom and did not know how to pick yourself back up, today I have an expert on that. And I believe there's only one answer to do it. And this woman knows that well. But I got Safania Legato on the podcast today. Safania, how are you, sister? I'm great, James. I'm doing super well. I'm here live from Italy, uh, where I'm about. It's evening, yours is day, but it's, yeah. it's awesome. I'm very happy and glad to be here. Thank you. It's an absolute honor. And Kingdom Builder, if you don't know Stefania yet, if you looked at her, it's an interesting conversation because if you look at her life, social media, we all know is just a snapshot. But um, if you want a dream build, just look at Stefania's stuff. You can see her traveling everywhere. You can see her um, as, a, as a new author. By the way, Stefania, I don't want to butcher the name of your book, but how do you pronounce your, the name of your book? So in Italian, it's called Mi Sentirai Ruggire, which means uh, you're going to hear me roar. So, yes, yes. it's going to come out in English in a couple of months. Definitely buy that, guys, once it's out there. Links are in the caption as well, too. But a new author, um, an entrepreneur, she's built organizations in the network marketing profession, over over a million people, just just incredible things that have been happening. Um, But... You wouldn't have believed not too long ago, it wasn't that much difference. And finally, what really caught me, and we're doing this whole series, as I mentioned, of MLM, Dominion for the Kingdom, but I was mm-hmm. watching one of your interviews. And guys, if you haven't watched it, go to Stefania's YouTube. Uh, it's in the captions as well, too. And you were doing an, an amazing keynote, and you talked about the secrets of how you went from nothing to back up, and you gave God the glory. But uh, for yeah. those of us that don't know your story, do you mind sharing, like, where was that time before, before you were the Stefani of today and as you entered into network marketing? So before I was just a mom, I was, uh, you know, mother of three boys, married, happily married. I was a woman of God. I was, you know, ministering in the church. I was, I was a head of a cell of my church. I was giving Bible studies every week. And, and my focus was to be great mother, wife, and one day grandmother and try to be the best I could just to be a woman of God. And, and yeah, I never thought I was going to work one day because our family choice was that I was going to be a stay at home mom. Mm, amazing. So guys, uh, you know, life, sometimes we think we have a path, but then all of a sudden it can change pretty quick. And Stefania, I know um, something happened and it was something completely not expected, but um, what ended up happening with that first dream? And I know many of us guys, we have a dream that maybe it was crushed. Maybe it was different, um, but I'd love to dive into that. So all of a sudden, uh, I'm not going to get into the details, but my marriage was over, love was over, money was over for me and my kids. And uh, I began to question. I began to question God. I began to question why me? I, you know, I was without a home. The bank took my home away, my cars. I, you know, I I had a place where to live because my parents had a a summer house where I moved Mm. into with three boys, but it was a one bedroom apartment because it was just for my parents to be on holidays my parents and my brother gave me a little bit of help but I really got to a point in my life where I was struggling to go and buy groceries and you know my background was a wealthy background but but now I see the bigger picture from God God had to somehow even harden my parents heart 
uh, not mm. to give me support or you know and obviously not mm. get any support from my, my ex-husband in order for me to find gifts and talents that i had hidden in me that i didn't know i had you know and yeah. uh, and honestly up to that point in, point in my life i never even thought i was going to become an entrepreneur because today wow. i'm not even only a networker i'm an entrepreneur i have different different businesses because due to the cash flow i was yeah. able by God's grace to, you know, invest my, my, my money in different things. But at the time, just 11 years ago, I was broke, broke to the point of not having, you know, money either to put gas in the car or go to the supermarket. And wow. I remember questioning God and then I said, okay, Lord, you know what? I'm, I'm going to find a job, which I did. I was working as, as a receptionist part-time. And, uh, and uh, you know, I feel it's a test here. I felt that it's a test. And I remember that, you know, before that, I come from a wealthy background. Before that, I always had maids. And, I, you know, before I lost everything, I had a big villa with four people working full time for me. And, you know, yeah. there I found myself that day, you know, picking up dirty towels after the massage from people and put them to wash. Mm -hmm. And the enemy tried to put in my head, look at you, look at all those years serving your God. You know, what mm -hmm. did it bring? It's all a lie that God loves you. And, you know, look at your friends. They're cheating on their husbands and they're having a great life. And, you know, like, you know, the enemy. And I'm like, I take control over this boss. I don't accept this boss. And I began to worship God. And I took those towels wow. and I began to praise and put them in the washing <laughs> machine. Going, you know what? God is going to test me with little to give me lots. Now, Damn. I never thought that God would give me so much. Okay. I never, like, <laughs> my prayer was, Lord, just give me back, you know, a decent life, a place where to yeah. live. And I never asked God to make me rich, but uh, yeah. it's crazy. And and another thing that I did, okay, hmm. I don't know if I'm talking too much. Maybe I want to leave. Not Yeah, but an, another thing that I did is that even in difficult times, even when I was lacking for me and and rationally, it was stupid to tithe. It was stupid to give my offerings. Mm -hmm. I still took my tithes. I'm not saying I did tithes and offering, but I did my mm -hmm. tithes for sure on money, which were not enough. Because that's the only part where in the Bible, God says, test me. You know, yes. for test me. And yes. I would go there with an attitude because I got an attitude, okay? Like, I, mm -hmm. I'm not like an easy easy busy like calm person as you can tell i have a personality and even with the lord i would be like you know what okay god i'm gonna test you now because your word says that and you're one you're not a man that you shall lie and i would go in front and take away those 70 dollars, those 50 dollars, which were not even like it was not wise to give in that moment because i yeah. needed them for my grocery <laughs> I was like i'm gonna be faithful because wow. i believe you have a lot for me and restore. And I'm not saying I did it all the time. I don't want right. to sound like a power woman. I had moments of anger, moments of cry, moments of disbelief, mm -hmm. moments of lack of faith. I, you know, there was a moment that I felt tired of praying, you know, because it didn't happen overnight that things began mm -hmm. to change. But then all of a sudden I got invited for three months at a network marketing event of a company. And yeah. uh, after three months, I you know, I was praying to God with my kids. God, open doors. If you open doors, we're going to glorify you. And there was a door opening, but I didn't want to accept it. I was very skeptical <laughs> about marketing. Wow. Very Makes skeptical. And, and, but at the end, I ended up going and uh, mm -hmm. yeah, my life began to change.
So Kingdom Builder, take this note here. At the bot, any single time that you feel like there's an attack against us. And in fact, if you're watching live or on replay, share this, by the way, if you have not yet already, people need to hear this. But put a one in the comments if you have ever been in a place where you felt like it was impossible. What I love about you, Stefania, is in that moment, I'm just imagining you worshiping, uh, wringing out the towels and stuff like that. We don't need much. I think about a Job. I was praying with someone this morning and a similar situation happened. And we know the story of Job, who is basically tested, yeah. lost everything, right? That's what happened with you, Stefania. Yeah. But we I felt I really knew deep inside of me that God was testing me. And that mm. scripture kept on coming up. You know, I'll trust you a little to give you lots later. And and I think also, you know, I had a kind of, um, I didn't have a, a good attitude towards money up to that time in my life. Because I remember that, I, you know, I would like ask the church to give me $5 for the pastor's gift at Christmas, let's say, right? And I would go to some families and this, when I was wealthy, married with kids mm -hmm. and everything. And I would go to some families and they would go like, I'm so sorry, sister. I don't have those $5. And even though I was trying to be super nice and super Christian, Deep inside of me, I had this attitude like, how can you not have $5? Give me a break. You just don't want to, like, I wouldn't say it, but I mm -hmm. had this kind of arrogance. I couldn't understand how people couldn't have $5. Well, guess what? <laughs> a few years later, I was the one that had no $5, right? So like, okay, I got it. I got it now. I need to learn from this. I need to get, to... so it really helped me. And I think today that I have abundance money, with, which comes a lot of responsibility with it as well. Uh, you know, my attitude towards money, I always say, if you don't respect money, don't expect money. So I do have a nice lifestyle uh, uh -huh. and we do have good material things, but I would not throw away money. I would still do an extra mile if I knew that there was sales or if I could buy, you know, cheaper petrol. I would still go that further. I would rather give it to charity than that you just throw away money. And I'm glad for these difficult times. Yeah, absolutely. We're tested not when times are good. We're tested when times are really, really tough. So a couple of principles here. Number one, worship. Are, can we worship when we don't have the things that we want? That's true worship. And number two, tithing is such a big thing. So funny, when I first, we got to talk about this because it's so important. Yeah. It is in the Bible. It is a biblical principle. Um, when I was in a similar position, I remember I had a, a choice between I was a new Christian. I'm like, should I should I pay for my car payment or should I tithe? And I'm like, oh, gosh, I don't want to do this. And you've had this happen already. But I tithed and it happened to be that a miraculous deposit came during that week to pay for the car payment plus more. And that's just how God works. And, and I have to say, yeah. sorry, but I also have to say it's not that because I did that and overnight I became wealthy. Yeah, I did that, and I did that, and I did that, and nothing had changed, you know? And, and, and I believe that today, obviously, my ties are much, much bigger, but uh, um, I think that, you know, like the, I don't know, the widow that gives, where Jesus sees that she gives just the a coin. Minutes. Yep. Yeah, and Jesus says, well, I think that today my, my number is so much bigger, but for God, that number that I gave was much yeah. more powerful because i was giving god. out of my luck not out of the abundance yes you know? god cares about the heart and i love how you talk about attitude because there's a lot of things for those that are of faith it's so easy to fall into religion rather than relationship <laughs> right it's so easy to fall into i'm just doing oh. this just because 
to truly in the Italy, heart. And that's in Italy, it's huge. Lots of people really? call themselves Christians, but they're not. They don't have a relationship with Jesus. They're not Christians. Mm. They just have, uh, you know, they go to church on Sundays. They have these prayers that are set up. It's more like a discipline, uh, mm. but they don't have a relationship. They don't even know the Bible. Lots of Christians here, right? Mm. So. I agree with you. It's all about the relationship. I, I think it's important to go to church, but I, you know, I rather have people not go to church but have prayer time and worship time alone with the Lord than the other way around. You know, people yes. don't even know how to pray in this country. I mean, I'm not talking mm. everybody, but right. you know, they just have the set prayers. But yes. that's not it. God wants so to tell me, what does it look like for you, Stefania? Um, to have a relationship with the Lord? Like, how does that go in a day-to-day? Because -day? I think, you like what you mentioned, so many of us have this idea of religion, but we don't even know what that relationship thing means, but that's where the power comes from, right? So what would it yeah. look like to you when you're spending time with the Lord? So uh, I like to listen to worship music. That puts me in the right state of mind and set. Yeah. And, you know, I also believe a lot in the spiritual realm and I, you know, I've witnessed a lot of deliverance and a lot of powerful prayers of setting people free. And I'm telling you guys, uh, the worship, the good worship music, you know, anointed mm -hmm. worship music sets the demons away. Like they mm -hmm. can't stand it. They, I've seen people, you know, the, the, the possessed or, you know, manifestation, like they, they can't stand it. So every time I put worship music, it's just, just not a pretty song, even though I do have my favorite songs, don't take me wrong. Mm -hmm. But I it's and I know that I am just cleaning up the environment. I'm just cleaning, you know, mm -hmm. helping my, my state of mind as well. Because yeah. I tend to be very, very quick, very like I don't have a lot of patience. So I'm not I don't have this gift of you know praying hours and hours and hours. And I also have a very crazy active life and and, mm -hmm. and and that doesn't help and i also try to pray throughout the days it's not only something mm -hmm. that i do i only in the evening you know where i put the armor of god where i pray psalm 91 where i you know i have my set prayers where i command every thoughts to be captive to the of jesus christ but like yeah. if i am at the parking place and i need a parking place i would pray about it like i make god very available to me and i know that for some people that might be about how can you dare to to ask god for a parking place yeah well i ask god for anything i ask god yeah. for healing which is a very important prayer of somebody i love or of myself but i also will ask god for a parking place or i will ask god to find an appointment for my nails which i know it sounds very crazy but it's just part of the life and and god's favor is about uh, you know about all that for me, what is very important is to try to stay in his will. So if I have to take this, I try to be led by him. But it also gets to a point that when you get close to God, you kind of feel the Holy Spirit. You feel peace or unpeace. You feel that direction or not that direction. Like um, today, I mean, right now I've been invited to a beautiful spa, very famous spa here in Italy. And today, you know, the enemy tried to set me up with, uh, I had a massage, a draining massage, you know, nothing done. And then they tried to set me up with this like Thai Reiki and all spiritual massage. And I'm like, uh -uh, I'm not having any of that. <laughs> no, uh -uh, I'm not. Like, And again, the Holy Spirit. And even if the guy said, okay, okay, I'm just going to do some chiropractic, some, uh, yeah. I was still mm -hmm. praying the whole time because I'm like, mm -mm, this guy is praying also other stuff and I don't want him to pass me anything. Like, 
we need to be aware that the enemy comes in so many ways. He comes like an angel of light. So we need yeah. to know where we stand. And I mean, I mean, I was just going to have an innocent massage and look how he sets me up. Mm. Right? Mm. If I didn't know wow. any better. Because in the wow. past, I, I was ignorant. I was a newborn Christian. So I gave my life to Jesus when I was 23. And at 25, I got pregnant. I was living in Florida. And it was this lady that was doing a drain, like, I don't know if it's called draining massage, like, you know, against cellulite yeah. and just, you know. And and I was having this massage. And this lady kept on telling me, I want to rake on you. I want to rake on you. And I'm like, what is rake? And, and I, one day I said, okay, you can do it. And she starts doing it to me. And you will yeah. not believe what happened. This is so mm. incredible. So I was mm. really born again two years old. And nobody told me anything about this thing. So that's why I did it. And she starts to do some stuff with her hands over me. And I start mm. to have uh, memories of my childhood. Nothing bad, but mm. and all of a sudden she starts and she has music going on. And all of a sudden she's like shouting. Ah! She shouts. I'm like, oh. I was like, what's going on? And the music stops and she says, I can't do this on you. Too much light. You have too much light. I can't do it. And yeah. And later on, I speak to my pastor and he's like, oh my God, how did you not know? And I said, what is this Reiki? I don't know. I thought it was like, a... and he says, no, of course not. It's great. But the Holy Spirit protected you. It oh. didn't let her do that to you. So I'm so, oh my God, God is so good. He's so Praise nice. God in Kingdom Builder. We have to be so careful especially now in the entrepreneurial space especially network marketing as well there are so many influences the enemy is the great deceiver he's the great liar and like what you mentioned he's the angel of light so he can come if we're not aware he can come so sneakily and we have to be on guard all the time whether it's things like reiki or there's a lot of like new age beliefs right there's also a lot of times that people misquote scripture and it's just like yeah. they use it for their gain rather than for God. And there's like these little nuances of how things work. But I oh, think it all they, around. Yeah. Yeah. They pretend to be Christians. You know, they use mm. God's name. And the next day they're using other things or, you know, they confuse the energy and the power of the word. And and like, so there is a lot of confusion going on. And, and unfortunately, in network marketing, I think some networkers realize that if they talk about God, they please people or they recruit better. And then mm. you see them posting pictures, but then you know that they're not. You know they don't live a godly life. You know they party. Mm. You know they have one night stands every time. And and you're like, why are you even using God's or Jesus' name? You know. So yeah, we have to be aware of that. I'm not judging them. You know, God loves them all. They, you know, but God will transform them. But I, yeah. it's just you have to be wise. And this is for everything. Even the churches we go to, everything. Absolutely. Because the people that are listening to this podcast, the people that listen to this, they love God. You want to do amazing for his kingdom. We want to build that. So you will be given influence if you don't yet have that already. But these are early warning signs. We have to be very, very yeah. careful to be able to put him first in everything. So um, let me dive back into your start of, of MLM now. So you finally make that decision. You say, I'm going to go do this thing. And um, tell us some of your, your journey itself. So was it all rainbows and butterflies? It was simple to be doing? Absolutely not. In fact, I, after a year and a half, I wanted to quit because, you know, I was selling some products, but I wasn't having much results. Uh, but then I went again, you know, I think it's always God. I went to a to an event where I, won I, I won a dinner. I won a gala dinner. I was a single mom. 
you know, I just worked all the time. I had three kids. And that weekend, my parents could be with the children. And I had this gala dinner in Warsaw, which is in Poland. I was living in Portugal. So it's two different places in Europe. Yeah. And my girlfriends were like, come on. You know, the flight is super cheap. We're going to share the bedroom. You need to come. You need to come. And I remember saying, okay, I'm going to go because I feel like dressing up. I feel like wearing a dress. I didn't go because I believed that I was going to be successful in network marketing. But mm -hmm. God can use anything for us not to stop. And, and, and honestly, at that point of my life of course I was praying but I didn't feel from God's keep on doing it or don't I just mm. felt like okay I had this I go to the event and at this event I first time that's why events are so important I hear about the products I see the founders I I see the event I see police and and uh, um, fire trucks outside and I'm thinking oh so it is legal like how could I be successful if deep inside I even didn't believe that what I was doing was even legal you know so, so obviously so my my mind switched switched mm -hmm. and at that point I came back with a belief you know we need to believe mm -hmm. in God but we also need to believe in ourselves we need to believe in our company we need to believe in the profession in the products and I started to believe and my belief began began to change my attitude, began to change the way I spoke. It wasn't so much what I said, but how I said it. And yeah. the, the vision I had changed. And I started to have results. I also did um, go you know, to different uh, personal developments where, I, develop, where I, I began to grow and I began to listen to mentors. And um, yeah, and then I, obviously by God's grace, I began to really find the right people. And I worked mm. really hard and uh, I had God's favor for sure upon me because uh, on the fourth year of my network marketing career, I already did a million dollar in commissions, uh, more than a million dollars, just about above. Yes, yeah, so on my fourth year, which is quite early if you think about it. And and also I just caught the right momentum of my company. Mm. So I'm not taking the credits. It's my leaders mm. who did an amazing job too. We all did a great job and and we helped so many people to change their lives, you know, some more, some less. But I think my husband and I, because I and then by the way, in the business I met also my husband, who <laughs> I was always praying for a man of God. I actually wrote a letter to God exactly how I wanted my husband. I wish I had added a couple of more things. Uh, you know, I, didn't, I didn't write that I would like him to, to go to the beach or that I would like to have long dinners with friends because I thought that everybody liked that. Yeah. So my husband has everything that I asked God, everything, everything I asked God, it's there. But then the things that I forgot to write are not there. So, you know, everybody... Come on, Damien. Yeah, oh, my God. Daniel is such an introvert, you know. I didn't ask God, give me an extrovert. So we are like opposites attract. Uh, yeah. But, uh, but uh, you know, I, because my ex-husband liked to drink and liked to smoke and liked to party so much. So I said, I want a serious man. I want a, you know, I want a man that doesn't smoke, that doesn't drink, a man of God. And da, 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 da. Everything came. And it's so amazing. When Daniel and I met, he had just hmm. gave his life to Jesus uh, two or three months before. Wow. Yeah, so God was wow. preparing him. Uh, yeah, you know, you obviously, we obviously, you obviously had a process with that because, you know, I was already a Christian for more than uh, 20, no, 16 years when I met him and he yeah. was just a in Christ. But yeah, when then we, we grew together. Makes so yes. sense. This is getting a lot of reaction to the chat. So funny, Stefania. <laughs> um, I, I'd love to speak on, I know you have a passion for serving women. And yeah. especially I love, women. I love women. <laughs> I love oh my gosh. I, I, no, it's because I think 
when women empower each other, there is such a power to that. You know, when you, yeah. you say you fix each other's crowns and I'm all about mm -hmm. the lioness. So it's really, really powerful. But of course, I work a lot with men as well. But yeah. I just love pink and women. Absolutely. <laughs> Most definitely. Women in the entrepreneurial space, um, I have such a... I have such a respect for because you deal with, first of all, I mean, just, just physically women need more sleep than guys do. So I always let my wife, Becky, she sleeps more, which she needs. You take more time to get ready. There's a lot, just that alone is already tough. You deal with hormones and then yeah, you hair and makeup. I mean, I have horrible hair right now. You can tell because I was at the spa, but I did some makeup because I'm coming on a zoom and I was wearing no makeup all day. And I'm like, okay, no, no, I can't go on a zoom. So my husband gets ready literally in 10 minutes. If yep. you take the shower, the hair, the dried up. If I do my hair and makeup on my own, today, thank God I can afford people that do that for me. But if I do it on my own, to really do them like amazing for stage time, I need an hour and a half. I know it yeah. sounds terrible. Like the whole thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I so totally to would believe that. Absolutely. But I'm still multitasking. I'm, I might be on the phone while I do my makeup, while I do my hair, if I don't use the hair dryer, dryer but I'm using the iron. So we're still multitasking. I'm still doing yeah. work as I'm doing that. <laughs> I, that's what I have respect for women about. I'm like a one-track-minded type of person, you know. So I'd, lo I'd love to speak on this, Stefania, because um, now, with e even while you're building your business at the beginning, but even now as well, too, you have so many different things you're involved with, many businesses, many investments, many speaking platforms, kids, right? Being a wife, being a, a, being a ministry. There's so much busyness that's going on. And I think especially for women, uh, there's some things that I've seen can hold women back. One of the biggest things is just being too busy for God. Like that's like it's so easy to crowd things out just because of a lack of time. Uh, that's one yeah. thing. I, I, I have to say I'm guilty of that. So I'm not going to be <laughs> preaching here about that because I I find myself still today, uh, sometimes, you know, in the middle of the day saying, oh, my God, this morning, because maybe I stood up and somebody was ringing the bell or I had a Zoom. So it's not God is always there. But, you know, I, I feel like sometimes I'm guilty of that as well. But then mm -hmm. I realize like a very good example. Okay. I now started a, a new in a new company, and I'm not now, like a few months ago, and it was a big lounge and everything. And you know, people might think, "Oh my God, Stefania must be so busy," which I thought I would be. I was very busy in the beginning, but then at the same time, my book was already being prepared for a year ago. So at the mm -hmm. time, same time, I'm launching my book, and my book speaks about faith, speaks about God as well. It's not only my biography; it's all about the Lord and. I did a tour about my book, not about my business. I couldn't mix the two things because the book is generic and I couldn't talk about my company or other people wouldn't come from other companies. I had to be respectful and keep it generic. So I'm kind of forgetting my business and I'm focusing on the book and on my ministry because, you know, churches came and pastors came to support because people, a lot of people from the world came to find out how oh, I'm going to become a millionaire and they didn't realize that the whole point was I'm going to help you to find, you know, the relationship and the testimony with the Lord. And, uh, and I look at the end of the month and I'm thinking, oh my God, what a disaster. I haven't worked much. I haven't, I was working a little bit, but yeah. and it was the strongest month ever of my whole career. And wow. I really remember this. If you put God first, everything else will come to place and, and it's crazy because 
I remember like I've been attacked, obviously, you know, people said that, you know, because I mentioned Jesus name from stages, not just yeah. God, because it's easy, guys. Many mm. people talk about, you know, it's the name of Jesus that gets the demons upset. Okay. Yes. It's the name of Jesus that, you know, and, and, and by doing that, obviously I was attacked. Um, you know, when you have success, you get attacked. I, I, you know, there is this girl that somehow she hates me. She used to be my team and made good money, but she was not, she lost her head. And she's like, makes, pretends to be me. And she goes like, oh, if you buy a Bible and move to Dubai, you're going to be rich. And like, she's wow. trying to make fun. Yeah. She's using what I say about God's prosperity and God's favor. And mm. she's using it against me in a religious, terrible way. Because mm. I, you know, tell people serve God so you're going to be rich you mm. know I, I tell people put God first and he will take care of you and yeah. you know people turn around. so um, I would say that the way I find balance is by not trying to find balance is mm. by being led by God by do what in that moment I feel the priority is obviously God should always be mm. our priority you know if I'm called to do this right now if I'm called to do that and, and I think you have times in life. You're going to have times where you're going to have a lot of time where you can fast and pray and mm-hmm. take time for that. And you're going to be time where your prayer is actually being out there in the business world, in the business mm-hmm. field, and preach the gospel or evangelize somebody on the plane. So we have different times. Like I don't want people to feel that you can only be a good Christian if you go to church every Sunday and, and that you are you know praying all day. Because mm-hmm. maybe... That's, you know, if you take care of your family in the most amazing way and you give the best testimony as a wife and as a, as a mother uh, to the other mother of school, that's your ministry. You know, yeah. you don't have to be on stage like me in front of 5,000 people and speak about, about Jesus because people came to listen to me. You know, you can, you, everybody has a different calling. So I know mm. that the way the Lord called me is for sure in the business field. Mm. But right now is allowing me to still have my business work for me but focus more on the ministry. Oh my gosh. Praise God on that. That's why also network marketing is beautiful as a business vehicle, but doing it in the right way. And I believe we're called as, as people of the kingdom, there are principles that we have access to that the world can try to copy, right? There's like a lot of, a lot, all personal development. I mean, it's all based on Proverbs, right? Like it all is rooted into there. 83% Um, of personal development comes from the Bible. You know, uh, you know, give me a break. Like, you know, you don't need to go out there and pay all this. Like, it's literally, it's true. It's coming from the yeah. Bible so many times. Or like, there is this thing, the secret, everybody's talking about it. Mm. Like, he's taking biblical principle and turns them around. But it's, yeah. really, you know, it's biblical principle. <laughs> it's so funny, right? And it works. And I think it's kind of sad. We have a responsibility as Christians that if... It, 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 Jesus was talking about a story about the the master and his servant, and the servant was given some talents, and the the yeah. uh, or, or the servant the, ser- the the master went away, and the servant was supposed to take over his household, and he was very shrewd with his money. He basically cut deals and things like that, and that's when Jesus says the people of this world are wise, like they're shrewd with their money, and they're given influence. So there's times when. People that are not of faith, they apply these principles and they're getting influence, they're getting success worldly, right? They're getting fame and, you know, people put towards that. But as people of the kingdom, and that's why I so respect what you're doing, Stefania, 
is that you're taking those keys back, those keys of the kingdom back to the kingdom and showcasing that things can be done in a proper way. So let's dive into uh, you're building your network marketing business or any business for that matter. But let's just go back to the beginning. You have this opportunity, you come back from your convention, you're fired up and now you're like, let's go. What are some principles that you use that you know are biblical principles that you apply consistently into your business that you know is why these things are happening? Absolutely. So first of all, I would really declare on my business, on my team, prosperity and salvation, which is so incredible because a lot of people through my business, through me and other leaders, because then, yeah. you know, we attracted other Christians. We actually, a lot of people got saved thanks to the business. I would have never met these people. I would have never had the, yes, baptized like crazy. Like, um, like there is a whole church that comes from the network marketing world and all these people were not saved before. So it's, it's, it's awesome. Obviously, what I would do, because when you start to be a leader, you start to be respected. People want to have what you have. People listen and mm. people want. People would always say, what is that energy? You have so much light. You go on stage. And I would always say, it's the Holy Spirit. It's the love of Jesus. And then, you know, you start to sow seeds in their lives. You start to pray for them. So let's go back to the question. So yeah. I would pray, obviously. Uh, I would put, try to put God first um, in everything I did. I would declare uh, success, favor, uh, salvation over my team. I would tied on my earnings which is network marketing is so easy because you see exactly what money comes in and and, yeah. uh, and i would tie on that i would definitely work hard the bible teaches us that we need to work hard and i would try to be as ethical as i could uh, mm. why do i say as i could because i'm not saying that i i hate these people that pretend to be angels you know i made mistakes yeah. i did judge people i did gossip at times and and don't kill yourself for that god still blessed me even though i was imperfect and mm. what i tried not to do was to allow sin in my team now mm. of course there was sin in my team of course there was adultery of course there was of course it's network marketing it's made of people but i would try to be very severe over that because i believe mm. that if you allow a uh, rotten apple in the team that mm. Apple would make everything else all rotten. Now, mm. was I able to always win? Absolutely not. I, you know, is everybody in my team a Christian and behaving well? Absolutely not. But I try mm. to give the principle. And I feel that the power of prayer, praying before you go on stage, praying before you go on Zoom, really, like we did before, you know, we prayed yeah. before we did this, has really helped uh, my team incredibly. Um other principles, let me think. So, yeah, the working hard is so important because people don't understand yeah. that um, there is a time of sowing, sowing, sowing before you reap in mm. Today, you tell I us about a time. What is what is a so let, let's go back to the beginning of your business. What did working hard actually look like when you were not yet that million dollar year plus earner? Like, what's hard work? Oh my god, eight presentations a day. Always be on call, multitasking, you know, cooking and being on a call on a Zoom, uh, you know, exhaustion. I was exhausted. And, um, and um, yeah, and uh, just lead by example in everything I could. So, you know, try to make a difference with your hard work, and, but also lead by example as a leader. Um, what else? I did so much. 
And I just, you know, I traveled a lot. Today we are so blessed because we can work with Zooms. We, you know, we can use social media. But 11 years ago, social media was not so big. We didn't even, mm-hmm. you know, know. Oh, my ring light stopped. It's not charged anymore. But anyway, light changed. But it's still you look good. good. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, and it was just, um, you know, traveling so much. I had, imagine, you know, when you go to the gym and you get mm-hmm. this, uh, okay. but I had those with blister water that would break and go from my luggage. I would literally wow. have my luggage so much because I always try to look good, you know, in Italy, especially, but in Europe, you like, you need to be dressed up and I try to. You know, it's part of my branding. My parents come from the fashion world, so to always be dressed up. And and because of Facebook at the time, and now I, I hardly use Facebook. I'm much more into Instagram. But before of, face, of Facebook, you know, people would take pictures with me, and I couldn't wear the same thing. But if you're traveling <laughs> for two weeks, you need to change. So I would have, like, these big two luggages, which kept my arms nice and worked out just to go up and down trains, up and down. And, you know, I wasn't traveling, like, today first class or on a private jet. I was traveling, like, in eco you know stopping three three flights because i would save money because today of course it's so much easier today i can just book a private jet and <laughs> and you know or go first class emirates which is like amazing but at the yeah. time it was very hard it was yeah it was yeah it was very hard and another thing that i did was to really believe in people and really focus on their dreams before i focus on myself i was generous yeah, you know, if you start to believe in people before they believe in themselves and they really feel loved, uh, they will give the best of themselves to you. They will be loyal to you. Uh, I saw it now, you know, we had to leave my old company because uh, the owner sold and it was not anymore my company. And I mean, my whole team followed me. And and this was the best chance for them to say, you know what, Stefania, thank you so much, but bye-bye, I don't stand you. And I mean, yeah. because... Why my leaders follow me? Why we stayed together is because of the culture of true care, of true love, of of you know being united. I'm not saying that I didn't have people leaving. I just yeah. said I have enemies too. Of course we have enemies. Success brings enemy. Haters are everywhere. Mm-hmm. But my core group, my leaders, the one you know, we we're just one. And I don't yeah. take just decision like I'm not the boss. We decide together. Makes sense. Right. So love that. Love, love wins. Right, love and service. Uh, it, it's yeah. just that's exactly what the Bible is. It works in the business world very well. <laughs> yeah. and, I, and at times, you know, we might look like the dummy ones because uh, you know you, you take people take it as a weakness if you forgive easily. People mm. take it as a weakness if you are nice and kind. Don't let that stop you because sooner or later we might be backstabbed. And I have people that ran away with money. Or I, you know, I'm not saying that now if everybody asks me for money, I give money, not anymore. There was a time I did this mistake. I lost people. Now I, I ask God to lead me yeah. if to do that or not. But in general, I saw that the long, the short term sometimes was not really good if you are yeah. too loving, but the long term is a, a victory. Makes total sense, Stefania. Thanks so much for sharing that. Um, you talk about love. And it's hard to love someone else if you don't love yourself. Man, we talk about self-love, but I think the true love comes from really your identity in Christ and really understanding that. And But I think and I'd love for you to speak on this, especially to our women, because women, mm-hmm. they're, whether it's culture, tells them they're meant to be a certain way 
or if you they've been through breakups and hardship or divorce many women have gone through that um and there's so much guilt and shame and you know this way better than i do but i just see that and my yes. heart goes out to them and they think they, they might be free but they're not acting free how do you break through those types of deep deep painful moments as a woman so, uh, you know, Proverbs 31 is talking about a woman, uh, you know, uh, how, you know, a woman should be. And, and there is a very nice modern key to that as well. And it's talking a lot about the business. It's talking a lot about, about this woman that is wise, takes care of her family, but she's also a businesswoman. Because for, there was a time in my life that people tried to make me feel guilty because I wasn't a typical housewife. I was yeah. still not making a lot of money. But I didn't spend. I just said that sometimes I was out for two weeks, uh, you know, not seeing my kids or, you know, I was a lot on the phone and, and, and people tried to make me feel guilty uh, for not being a good, perfect mom. But, you know, I didn't use my kids as an excuse. I used them as my why to do it because I wanted them, you know, and. And still today, you know, when I do work a lot, people are like, oh, don't you have enough millions, isn't it? People don't understand. In our profession, if I succeed, if I grow, if I'm paid that much every month, is because I have automatically lots of family, lots of people also being paid and also being successful. So it's a way also to give. My, my motto is blessed to be a blessing. If I would be at my house, you would see my logo in the back, which says blessed to be a blessing. And I mean it in so many ways. When you make a lot of money, you can give a lot more, mm. but also you can, you know, support different charities. You can do, but also in our profession, if I'm blessed, if I grow, if my child grows every week, it shows how many lives directly or indirectly I impacted through my choice of doing this business, right? Yeah. So as a, talking to women is really declare yourself who you are in Christ. Uh, read Psalm 31, um, Proverbs 31, sorry, about being, you know, being a mighty woman. That has helped me a lot. And literally, uh, just ask God to lead you and guide you. It doesn't mean that everybody's listening right now, they should be doing network marketing, especially mm -hmm. when, when I get contacted by Christians, right, that become, mm -hmm. because they see an interview or something like, imagine mm -hmm. somebody is not doing, they write me, it's like, oh, you know, I heard you're, you know, you're a Christian, I want to work with you. The first thing I say is, that's what God had for me. Now, mm. I want you to pray. Even better if you fast and pray. And mm. literally ask God, is that what you have for me? Because this worked for me. But mm. we all have different callings. Maybe you are mm -hmm. called to be a teacher. Maybe you are called to do something else. Obviously, network marketing, I cannot hide it. It's an incredible way to evangelize. It's an incredible way to meet people and create relationships and, and help them. It's a great ministry way. And a lot of people in network marketing are also Christians, right? Yeah. Uh, and and that's beautiful. But but it's really be led by what God has for you. We all have different callings. Like, I, if I see blood, I faint. But, you know, <laughs> I can never be a nurse. But how many nurses are a blessing? How many doctors are saving lives, right? Mm -hmm. Nurses, too. And, and so, you know, imagine if everybody would be doing network marketing, then we wouldn't have any more doctors or lawyers. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Be led by the Lord. Yeah, Proverbs 31 for my wife uh, for her birthday. I forgot what, I think it was Mother's Day. I gifted her a poster about Proverbs 31. And it's like, um, it's incredible. We need more women to really be grounded in the word and just follow his calling. Because I mean, women, uh, I, I, I think God made Adam 
and you know he cured him first and he was like all right let's see if he can run this world and then he saw adam kind of fumbling and bumbling around he's like all right i gotta i gotta go create this woman thing as well too because i think men by ourselves would just kill ourselves <laughs> absolutely look a, a wise woman she's the column of the family and and mm. uh, the, even in the business world they say beyond a big man there is a big woman and that's really a game taken from the bible because we are we aren't i think the couple is necessary and that's why in my marriage with Danian, it's so amazing because we are so different but we complement each other and we help each other and yeah. I know I would never be where I am today without him, even mm -hmm. though I do have my position. I'm completely independent from him mm -hmm. in my business because, you know, I didn't want I, I, after my first experience, I wanted to be independent. And also I started network marketing that Daniel had already like we were both networkers. We had separate positions. So we were yes. able, even though when we got married, we were able to still keep separate position because that's what I asked the company to do. Yep. But, uh, but I also, but I know that thanks to him, my business grew. And I know that thanks to me, his business grew. Makes sense. Absolutely. So Stefania, um, I'd love to ask uh, boldness, boldness in your faith. Um, there's a lot of people that you mentioned, they, they, they kind of step in tippy toe into this faith realm and they say God, but not Jesus, for example. Um, or, and I've seen you, what, what brought me great respect, and I've seen you from the stages, I've seen you on uh, many events, I've seen your social media, but really it, it so touched me to the point that I made that real just with some of the clips. If you haven't seen it yet, check out my Instagram. Um, ah, I have to, you, you could, you know what you can do? You can ask me to, to invite me to share. Oh yeah. To yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll repost that. Absolutely. Yeah. And what was so powerful, I'd love to enter this space and guys, this is true test. So we started with Stefania being at the bottom of the bottom, not being able to afford groceries. Maybe that's where you're at right now. And God wants to test us. Right? Are we worshiping him even when times are not seemingly good? But now you have the influence and you have the success. And go check it out on, on Stefania's YouTube. But you recall there was a, a company convention speech that you did. And this was in, correct me wrong, I think it was in, um, uh, in, in, in Egypt. I think that's where it was. It was a... Yes, a lot of Muslims there. Yes. And what was, so, okay, this tripped me out. This is when you know you are bold in your faith because you're in an Arab nation where Jesus, that name is never talked about. You're giving business secrets in front of thousands of people. And you say the first secret is know that God loves you so much. Um, that's some boldness. Stuff. I'd love to, what goes through your mind at the moment? Because I think for many of us, we would be like, ah, I want to be careful. I want to be politically correct. No, no. Like but if, even an interview like this, uh, you know, don't take me wrong. Like a lot of people are afraid to say that yoga and Reiki is bad because maybe they yeah. have in their team a lot of yoga teachers mm -hmm. or, mm -hmm. you know, or they don't want you to talk about Tati. But, you know, for me, my fear of God is so much bigger than my fear of humans. Mm. <laughs> and, 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 you know, this lukewarm thing. Uh, again, I don't want to sound perfect. Right. I am not perfect, okay? This is so important because I hate these people that want to sound like saints. I'm not a saint. And at times I might be lukewarm in my prayer times. At times I mm -hmm. might be lukewarm in my reading the Bible. But as speaking out, I mean, just now I was in an event in, with famous tennis players, famous football players in Sardinia. 
And a girl that, you know, started to really be on fire for God because of me. We had a pastor there. And practically on her birthday, people wanted to call strippers and wanted to. And we were like, no, we were worshiping, praying for half an hour. Now, you can imagine some people loved it. Some people hated it. Still today, people are making fun of us, saying that we are in a cult, we are in a sect. I don't care. I'm going to prophesy my faith. I'm going to prophesy my belief. And I don't care. Obviously, you know, I could never do that in Saudi. I would go to jail. So you still need mm. to be wise. Okay. Mm. So let's be wise. In Dubai, I do evangelize people, but, you know, I don't do it in the middle of the streets. So, mm. you know, you have to be wise. You have to be wise in what you do and also respectful um, yeah. and trust God. You know, like I, mm. my spiritual mother, the lady that, Mm-hmm. that God used for me to be saved she used to be a Muslim she had a revelation in her bedroom alone because somebody prayed for her so wow. you know not necessarily we need to shout from stages to everybody for people to mm-hmm. be you know, to have a relation mm-hmm. so we need wisdom but yes I am bold I am bold and I'm not worried like the real that was shared today on my you know I accepted it yeah. is in Portuguese and Italian Again, I'm talking about the Holy Spirit. I'm talking about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. I know I'm going to get haters. I know I'm going to have people. (laughs) I don't care. You know what? I want to be in eternal life, and I want everybody to be there too. And it's Mm. my job not to hide it, not to, um, Uh, you know, cover it under the bed, you know. But we need the light in darkness. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Do you fear man more or do you fear God more? There is a solution right there. And that was early on. And that is to this day because, you know, people get to where they're at because of their ground philosophies of where when they had nothing. And Stefania, as we just take a look at your career and we take a look at the fruits of what has happened now, Kingdom Builder, if you just go back, you got to replay this. You got to dig down. I have a notepad and a pen right here because these are all principles that if you apply, I'm not saying you'll be uh, you'll be exactly where Stefania is at, but you'll be where God wants you to be. And he's gonna. And for you, sure, I you're gonna grow. Look, oh. you know, we had like four, we had like forty-four millionaires. Okay, now it doesn't mean everybody did a million dollar in one year, yeah. but maybe in six years they made mm-hmm. commissions, and so we calculated yeah. it. And and a lot of them, we taught them biblical principles. You know, maybe not everybody we quoted the Bible by saying mm-hmm. that, but we taught them. And the same principle, you need to use it for your business about not caring about what mm. people think about you. I'm not only mm-hmm. saying you shouldn't care about your faith, but even like if you want to start to build your business and you, you want to do a video, you want to do a post, many people don't do it because they're afraid they will be judged. Who cares? Mm-hmm. These people are not going to pay for your bills. These people will yeah. judge you anyway. They will talk about you bad anyway. Like I see it with myself. If I work too much, oh, she wants to be richer. If I don't work, oh, no, she's only doing beauty, beauty products, you know? People don't <laughs> understand. So just do with that. Like, don't worry about people's judgment and opinion. Trust me. Yeah. I've learned it on myself. And, and yeah. even from Christians, I can be judged. You know, like there was a big viral video that, that actually uh, God blessed me with so many followers. Thanks to that. Because my husband, like two years ago, he surprised me with a Ferrari. Uh, you know, it was real. You know, the balloons didn't kill any fish because like <laughs> it, got, it went viral from haters and all that. And uh, you will not believe, even Christians, they think, oh, they should have fed the whole Africa. But they don't understand that I can still do that. I can still have yep. 72 kids in Ghana 
and I don't need to proclaim it. I don't need to. Not, now I said it, but you know, the left hand shouldn't say what the right hand says. That's just an example. I can still do a lot of charity, but I can also enjoy uh, God's gifts, and yeah. and that type of uh, marketing helps anyway to attract yeah. people to them do the business. Now I'm not saying that I'm a show off all the time, but in that case it was a real surprise. It was very lovely. I had a, a red dress on because my my sister made me wear a red dress, not because it was all prepared. But somehow it's so crazy. The haters turned it into a viral video. They gave me so many followers and increased my business. Sometimes, yes. So sometimes even the, even the haters will help you to succeed. You know, God takes evil and turns it for good. And, and that was a typical example. Yes. Oh my gosh, Stefania. Um, as, as we start to close off, I feel like we could talk for days on this. Um, you now have, you now have a, a, a high level view of places of influence now in the marketplace, of course, um, but also in the ministry world. And I just love to ask your thought as we're, as we're, as we're wrapping up our time together, um, Christians in the marketplace, this next season, this next five, 10 years, we're in an interesting time. The world just went through this pandemic. There's a lot of shifts, a lot of stuff going on still. Um, what are some things that you're seeing are going to happen? What do we need to know as Christians in the marketplace um, that's that's to come out in the next five, 10 years? Like, what are you seeing that's going on? I, I see that God is actually elevating, uh, even financially, a lot of women and men of God uh, because mm. he needs the money like let's mm. be honest after love the most spoken subject in the bible is money okay yeah. people like it or not is money and yeah. and we need we need to have the responsibility to work and to 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 be able to to then be used for the ministry because if you have a ministry you need money to support it you know yeah. tv costs if that's the case churches cost uh, helping people cost. So somehow, I think God is elevating a lot of businessmen, either already wealthy businessmen, businesswomen become saved and have mm. a revelation of the Holy Spirit. And again, I'm sorry to say, but many, many times, a rich person will listen to another rich person. Or uh -huh. if I'm on a yacht, you know how like a huge guy became saved on a yacht on New Year's Eve with me. But, you know, yeah. how could I be on a yacht on New Year's Eve if I didn't enter in that cycle, in that exactly. world, right? Yeah. So, but also, I believe that non-prosperous Christian like I was, where I mm. lost everything, we are also elevated and we are also blessed to then become a blessing. That's why I love okay. this saying, blessed to be a blessing. I know it's been said a lot around, and I don't want to go into this because I'm not an expert, but for sure... If we look at the signs of the end of times, they are coming mm. more and more and more evident. Now, mm. I know that nobody knows. Jesus says, I don't even know. Only God knows. But for sure, we all, we have a responsibility. People are dying every day, every moment. Mm -hmm. And we have a responsibility to share the gospel. And that's why we should be bold and not be shy and do it with wisdom at the right moment, at the right time, but do it. Absolutely. I'm, I'm going to read this, this verse. I think it's so appropriate for our conversation. And I want to prophesy this for everybody. This is 1 Timothy 6, 17. It says, instruct those who are rich in this present world not to be conceited or to fix their hope on the uncertainty of riches, 
but on God who richly supplies us with all things to enjoy. Instruct them to do good, to be rich in good works, to be generous and ready to share, storing up for themselves a treasure of a good foundation for the future so that they may take hold of which is life indeed. Amen. That's what I hear. From. Oh my gosh. And if you don't believe, I believe everyone that's listening to this, you might say, well, I'm not rich yet. I believe we are rich already. The fact that you're on here already, God has yeah, given you enough, right? Like he's you given are, you, you have electricity, you have a computer, you have a house. <laughs> Look, I have to say, I remember having moments like, you know, I was like, oh, where I did end up, you know, I'm living rent free because I had my parents, but, you know, tiny apartment, sleeping in one bed with three sweaty kids and sometimes smelly kids, you know, they had a shower, but you know how boys are. And, and then I would be like complaining. And then all of a sudden I was like, no, 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 be grateful. You have health, you have your kids, your kids are healthy. Like I should take a tour of that hospital and then really, really grateful. So, you know, I believe being rich, it's not having a Ferrari. Trust me. I live in Dubai. I know so many people with Bugattis, which are $4 million cars, $10 million cars. They are so miserable. And then I know Brazilians that live really in a hay house with Jesus. They're so happy. They actually, they are these, I don't know if you've ever seen on reels, these African kids pretending to play instruments with some like bottles. Or, yeah. And they're worshiping God, crying. Those kids are so much happier than mm. some big businessman in Manhattan, uh, mm. you know, and you know, being depressed. What de what is depression? It's demonic. But yet, so many people with everything are depressed, and then you have kids with nothing that have it all, mm. right? So mm. you might think, oh, this is for you to talk because you have so much money. I didn't have always so much money, and trust yeah. me, I, I, I had moments in my life that I miss of when I was with my kids in that bed, just us, nothing else, no distraction, no responsibility, just us, healthy mm. in love, you know? So, mm. yeah, well, just so fun, yeah. be grateful. Exactly. Well, Kingdom Builder, if you're not yet following Safania, follow her on all of her channels, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, everywhere. Grab her book. Even if you can't read Italian, grab it. Come out. In English, it's coming out. It's coming. It's coming. It's going to be it's my testimony, which is very powerful. We have no time right now of how I gave yeah. my life to Jesus. Mm. And then it's also about some of the things that helped me to be successful because obviously people from the world bought that book to learn how to be successful. But of course, the Lord is all in it all the time because yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. We're definitely going to promote it once it's out. So definitely stay tuned for that. Grab our website and everything. But Stefania, just thank you for your time. Thank you for your leadership and your example. Um, thank you for what you're doing. That's amazing. Absolutely. And do you mind, uh, do you mind closing us out with prayer today? Is that okay yes. with you? Absolutely. Father God, we come to you tonight, Lord, and we want to thank you so much that even though we are far away, people are connecting from all over the world. Your, Bible, your word says that when two or three are gathered in your name, you are in the midst of them. And you have, we know that right now you are here. Lord, I want to pray for every person that is listening right now, but also for the people that will listen to the recording, even from 10 years now, Lord. But I know that you are God, and for you the time doesn't exist. And I know that you will listen to this prayer anytime people will play it, Lord. And I want to pray for every person. I pray for their prosperity in every area of their lives. I pray that you will bless them, lead them, guide them, that you will give them strength and wisdom to live the life that you want them to live. Glorify your name. 
through our lives, Lord. And we want to thank you and praise you. I also want to thank for this pasta, for the Kildom Builder podcast. I want to thank you for what James is doing for his family, for everybody. Bless them and protect them, Lord. We declare that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. We thank you for that in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen and amen. Kingdom Builder, if you're not yet subscribed yet, please subscribe. Share this. Tag any person that needs to hear this. This is something that people need to hear today. And Sapani, we just want to honor you. Thank you for your time once again. God and bless you guys. Peace. Man, perfect timing. One hour. Yes. Look at that. Both. You're amazing. Right. Bye. Bye-bye.